Thank you so much for tuning in to Sincerely Lee and Ray. I am LaDerek Rayel. I'm Aaliyah. And I'm Jamar. Oh. Well, you just <laughs> cut us off. Well, we have a special we guest have a today. Special guest that's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself, special guest. Uh, y'all can take over. I just thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Jamaris. And today, the three of us will be talking about our journeys with self love. Boom. There it is. So, who taught y'all what love is? Like, how? who was the person that you first emulated what somebody showing love to somebody else is? Or even showing it to you? My mom. Your mom? Okay. Who would you say? Um, like, on a romantic level? No, like, just, just like love in general. Just love. Yeah, just my genuine mom. love. Your mom? I'd say my mom now, but... Because my mom never, like, verbally was like, I love you. Like, she wasn't that kind of mom. It was hard to feel it. So, but now that I'm older and I'm looking back to, like, you know, the sacrifices and everything she did and the fighting that we did have to get back to this point, I'm like, okay, no, that's love. It's getting through the hard times to fight for something better. That's true. But then who taught y'all how to love y'all selves for yourselves? My life. Mm. Yeah, that's a life. Life is a big one. And um, I feel like another thing that represents love is unconditional love. Like, um, you're saying now with your mom, but I feel like my mom's always shown me, like, she's never going to turn her back on me or anything like that. So it's like I would want everybody else in my life that says they love me to show me that same kind of love. So. Right, but how did you know... How did you know how to love yourself though? Like, when did you get to that point to where I love Jamaris? Like, 100% completely, I love me. And if you're not there, that's okay. But if you are, when do you think, who taught, did someone teach you that or you had to figure that out on your own? Mm, I feel like it's more so like life experiences. Okay. Um, different things that I went through showed me, like, hey, you don't deserve this or you're better than this. Or this isn't what, like, like I said, back to my mom, I know she loves me. She wouldn't treat me that way. So, like, seeing someone that says they love you would make you look at it and be like, this isn't real love. So, once you find out or come to terms with, hey, I should not have to go through this heartbreak or turmoil to be with somebody that loves me or says they love me. Mm. And it's like, loving yourself, it takes a lot to love yourself, I feel like, especially with today. Um, and what goes on in the world. Yeah, I agree. What would you say? When did who did someone teach you how to love yourself, or did you have to do that on your own? I had to do it on my own. Um, and it kind of happened last year. Mm. Uh, like, you know, both my great-grandmas passed away back-to-back, back, and then just stuff going on in my life, personally, at work, everything. It, it made me take a step back and say, hmm, shit's going to fall apart before you figure it out. And I don't know, it was hard at first because you didn't, I didn't, like, there is no example of what you should do to love yourself because mm-hmm. loving yourself looks different right. for everybody. So it's like no manual tool. You just kind of have to do what feels right to you. And that was hard for me because I always looked to like, okay, am I doing this right? How did I do with this? And I never thought about, What's making you happy? What's making you smile? What's 
you know, what feels natural to you. It's kind of selfish. Yeah, and you have to it be selfish be. when you want to love yourself. Like, say no. Yeah, you got to respect your own boundaries. I be telling people at work, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I ain't doing it. Because you love yourself too I, much. I to feel like people yourself. that respect you and love you, respect another level. Because you know yeah. you have to do for yourself first. That's true. Because yep. I had to teach myself self-love. I hated myself for a long time. Like, I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like I didn't like anything about myself. I didn't like my face. I didn't like my feet. I didn't like nothing. And I dealt with that baggage of just self-hate and the weight of self-hate for a long time until I turned 24. And I'm 25 now. But when I turned 24, I made a conscious decision to fall in love with me. And when I fell in love with me, everything changed. Like, I didn't deal with stuff the same way I didn't react to things the same way because I knew no matter what I was never gonna let anyone else disrespect me because I was gonna love me enough to hold other people accountable for the way that they love me and I think that definitely goes into boundaries and making sure that you practice boundaries when you show love to others because like Lederick mentions you know other episodes it's okay to not answer the phone to make sure you're spending some time with yourself or you know it's okay to say no and your friends shouldn't make you feel guilty for saying no um or even if you said yes 20 times and on the 21st time you said no (laughs) that's your boundary maybe 20 times was too much but i definitely want to extend that work with yourself listeners to make sure that you are practicing boundaries and maybe one day just sit down and list out your boundaries because for me my new boundaries are with money in my space so i can't allow just anyone into my space because i've identified my energy and i don't want anyone to take my energy so now i'm more conscious with who i spend my time with also because time is time you don't get back <laughs> Y'all should cut a nigga off quick. Listen, they know who they are. They probably listening to me. I am not. I don't have no more time to waste because I know what I want now. Um, but do you guys practice boundaries? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good because it's still showing love. Like just because you're saying, "Hey, I'm not doing anything after this," that doesn't mean you don't love the person. I want people to know that. Right. And y'all know I practice boundaries all the time. Like I tell y'all. If I don't want to answer my phone, I ain't going to answer it. Ain't nothing wrong If with I get that. a text message, I'm going to read it. But I'm going to respond hours later. Yeah, so it's like it is not me being rude or not caring about what you're going through. It's because I know me. And if I'm agitated and then I'm reading your messages, <laughs> everything you say is going to piss me off. And then I'm going to blow up on you. So, like, people, like, I had somebody tell me, don't you think that you should go and talk to somebody about that? I said, no. I'm telling you now, I don't talk when I'm upset or angry because you might say something that's going to trigger me and now I'm going off on you and you ain't did shit to me. Mm. But I've identified that. <laughs> and that's why you take yourself out of the situation. And that's why I take myself Absolutely. out of the situation before I become the situation. For real. But some people don't understand it. Though. I feel like some people want you to let them in. Like, let me know what's going on with you. Let me talk to you. Like, and that is, that's forcing something that's never good. It's not good. Like, you should never push anybody to do anything or anything like that. So, I do want to backtrack a little bit and ask you guys, when was the time that you either lost your self-confidence or when you gained your self-confidence? 
Either you can give us any time because either time I feel like shows a transition of love for yourself. Because when you lose confidence in yourself, that means that you're now demeaning yourself and now you're beating yourself up. So, and so then that changes the relationship that you have with yourself. And I feel like that lowers the love that you have for yourself. But then that time when you gained your confidence is when you started appreciating yourself more and loving yourself more and giving yourself the benefit of the doubt. So do y'all have either one of those times you'd like to share? <laughs> okay, right. Go ahead. Um, as far as losing my self-confidence, um, it happened, what, five years ago? And I was in a relationship with somebody and I had already set my own boundaries at that time, not knowing that I was setting boundaries. Like I didn't invite people over to my space unless they were my friends or I knew them for a long period of time. And like I always tell myself, I don't have time to deal with the extra. So any sign of that, I'm going to just dead it. And the relationship, I'm okay because I'm trying to, Figure out the right words to say (laughs) before I be mean. (laughs) Oh, let's not be mean. So the relationship I was in, I took a lot of unnecessary shit Mm. (laughs) than I should have. And then like, it bothered me later because I was like, why did I deal with that? Like, Mm. Did you really stoop to that level to deal with that? Mm. Did you really respond that way because they did that? You said you lost some confidence then? That's how I met Jamar Rosita's design, nigga. <laughs> oh, exclusive. <laughs> On Sincerely Lee and Ray. <laughs> but that's what, I mean, we were dating the same person. So. Oh, wow. And yeah. he named you the side He was. Well, technically it was me. Okay. They were dating before me, and I didn't know that. But still. <laughs> they broke guys. up. So technically he we was. We can't never just have a nice podcast. Say what? I said you can't break up if you don't go nowhere. <laughs> But no, I do agree. Like y'all see who he friends with though. <laughs> but no, I feel like that ties back into like not loving yourself. Because in that moment of time when I was going through that same relationship with that person, I I don't feel like I value myself as much just because I put myself through those things. And now, like looking at myself today, I'm like I'm actually grateful for the experience because it taught me like, hey, you don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. Like you do bad by yourself. Like. And you don't need nobody to down you or just degrade you, disrespect you, anything like that, you know, any type of level. And that goes for anybody in your life. Because he was rude. Disrespectful. Yeah, Um, talking about the guy or mm -hmm. each other? Me? Rude? Disrespectful? (laughs) Okay, so a time where I gave myself confidence, guys, was, um, what year was this? Had to be... 2019, yeah, 2019, I had just got out of a relationship, I want to say it was 2019, and um, I had to live in an apartment alone, and I had never lived alone before, and it was probably the scariest months of my life in the beginning, like, the, probably the first month and a half was so scary because I had never lived alone, and I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it, I wanted to prove to myself that Aaliyah, you can do this, you can take care of yourself emotionally, like, you don't need to have a person with you all the time because whether it was like a friend or a guy I never did anything alone 
And when I had to live by myself, that was the first time I had to do something alone. And it made, it made me build my confidence in myself because I had to believe that I could protect myself, that it's okay for me to be alone. And so I started going to the movies alone. I even went to Orlando alone. Um, I went to Houston alone. It was Everywhere. just me. Yeah, because it was just me being, I had to be comfortable with being alone. Because if you don't have, I believe, if you don't have that time alone, that you're always going to be codependent and you're mm -hmm. always going to need to be with somebody. And when you do that, I'm not trying to preach to y'all, but listen. Um, <laughs> but when you're always needing to be with somebody, you're, you can never be okay with yourself. Come and on, you're gonna Pastor. always and you're gonna always <laughs> keep picking the wrong person because you're just picking to have flesh. Listen, let me stop. But seriously though, you're just picking flesh to have with you and you're not picking the right soul. Right. And that's important. And so that is really when I built my self confidence when I did those months alone and I was like, Wow, I did it. I feel like when you don't take the time to be by yourself mm -hmm. and think to yourself, you don't take the time to find out what really makes you happy. And you were constantly trying to fill a void with other things in your life. And it's just like, just sit back, calm down, and just find out what you're trying to do. That's true. That's true. Very true. So, <laughs> since we're talking about, you know, love with ourselves, do you think it's important to love yourself before getting in a relationship? Of course, I think so. Yeah. But do y'all think so as well? Yeah. And it I'm is. I'm going to tell you why. So, around that time, it was, for me, my relationships were back to back to back to back to back. Like, I never had a chance to really, like, process, okay, you're done talking to this person. Get you together. Have fun. Do you. So it was always relationship after relationship after relationship after relationship. And the last person I was in a relationship, of course, that's who I married. But for the longest time in our relationship, in our marriage, I was always trying to find what made me happy. What mm -hmm. did I like? What did I not like? And learning yourself when you're talking to somebody is very hard mm. because they're not only having to adjust to the new you, they're also, you're also having to adjust to how they react to the new you. So, you got to take that time to love you and have fun with you and go by yourself with you. Yeah. <laughs> I love going to movies by myself. I miss the movies. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But the first time I did it, I thought I was scared because it was this guy in this suit oh. at the movies, like a black suit. And the movie was at like 730. So, I'm like, first of all, why are you here in a suit? You're finna blow us all up. So <laughs> I'm pulling security. I'm watching the movie and I'm looking at him. I'm watching the movie. I'm looking at him. One time, y'all, he got up to go to the restroom. <laughs> y'all, I timed him. I gave him three minutes to go from the restroom and back. And if he wasn't back in three minutes, I was going to alert the people at the at the AMC at Phil's uh, Plaza. I ain't playing. I, I can't think whoever else I told this story, but it's somebody I heard there who know that I told this to. But. Mm -hmm. Wow. Let you racial profiling. I mean, no, if I saw a black guy in a suit at seven thirty by himself, why are you here, sir? Maybe he's just gonna work or something. And Maybe you just he came got straight to the movies at seven thirty. Maybe he got that stood up on a date. No, both of the seats next to him was couples. He really messed up the road, but I messed up the road too because I was by myself. So we messed the road up. I mean, hmm. I know they just look. Could have been your husband. You didn't know. 
Nah, um, I was watching him. I was watching. <laughs> don't don't act like these kind of things have not been happening, and that is terrible. It is. That's not That's a joke. That's serious. That's true. So, how did go ahead? You got a question? Come so, on, guess what questions? <laughs> so, do y'all feel like you can actually know what you love about yourself or what you want as far as love if you don't go through anything? Like, if you don't have those experiences? I don't know because. I don't, I don't know because I've already gone through things. So I can't even, I can't say like, oh, if I would have had the perfect family with no problems and they all showed me love and da 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 that I'd be the perfect person. I can't say that because I already know what pain feels like. And I already know, I, and I know, and I know the love before pain and after pain. I mean, before right. pain, during pain, and after pain. And this after pain love now, I can't compare that to, to either the ones before. Because this is greater than that. But love isn't painful. I, That's true. But I'm saying at that time, I, what I translated to myself as love, it was pain. I agree. Yeah. You're correct. But pain see, is not love. But I feel like that's a facade, too. What? Like if love ever hurts, then it's not love. I no, agree. It's not always going to be happy. But hurt, but happy, but being upset and being hurt are two different yeah. things. Like, my partner should not be looking for ways to hurt me. No. Because now we're, cause now we're opposing sides. Now we're not even the team that we were supposed to be before God. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it'll be times of, um, I think it's going to be times of, um, not hurt. I don't want to be times of hurt. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't feel like love will hurt. It's supposed to hurt you, though. It's not. I'm dramatic. Everything hurts. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my neck, my back, <laughs> my heart. So then, do you, you guys feel like you still have trouble, like, accepting who you are? Sometimes. Mm. I will admit that. Because sometimes I be doing some stuff like, you crazy. I like that. You be looking at you from the outside. Like, I see you playing. (laughs) Fuck your shit up. But no. Um, It depends. Like, if I'm learning something new about myself and I see it's like I'm constantly doing it, I have to be like, oh, why are you doing this? Mm. I don't like this. Yeah. You don't like this part of what you love. Yeah. So it's like, "Mm, what's going on? Yeah. The rest of us will talk about it. I get that. Do you? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm cutting the guest off. He got me together, y'all. No, because you said something earlier about, like, when you were younger, how you didn't, um... Like, like myself? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's crazy how we, like, view ourselves. Yes. Versus how people view us. Because you're pretty. So Thank it's you. just like... But um, it took... I didn't, I didn't even accept that I was pretty until I was, like, 24. Like, it took me a long time because I got bullied hard. Like, I got bullied for a long time. Like, even in high school, girls would say certain stuff to me and I just wouldn't even respond. But it would really, like, hurt my feelings and how I defined who I, what I, who I was and what I was. So, it took me a long time to really, like, accept that note, sorry, that no, Leah, like, you don't look half bad. Like, no, it's okay. And, and for me to be able to say it's okay for me to think that. Because I think 
people be like, oh, if you if you feel confident in yourself and you love the way you look and all of that, that you're conceited. But that's not that. You have to have pride in everything that you are. So I feel like it's okay for you. When I'm at the gym, I'm literally staring at myself <laughs> the whole time. Like I'm checking myself out while I'm, I'm not, I don't even know who else is in there because I am looking at me and I'm like, girl. I'm looking at both. You did it. Oh, I'd be focused on me. I'd be like, so that's okay. Like, I want people to know that that it's okay for you to be like, damn, like, I'm the shit. Like, that's okay to say that to yourself. It doesn't matter what other people think about you. What matters is how you think about you. Because when people start back talking shit about you again, you got to know that none of that shit matters because nobody else defines you but you. Right. Know who you are. That's the thing, like. You gotta know who you are, and when I turned twenty four, that's when I started doing the work and being like, okay, what is Leah like? What do you like to do? Because what Derek would tell you, for some reason, when I used to get in relationships, I would turn into a chameleon. That is that what it is? Yeah. And I would totally change to be whatever they needed me to be, and I couldn't do that no more because I was like, dang, do I have hobbies? <laughs> what do I like to do? Do I like romantic? I feel like walks you gotta balance that out. You do, but I'm saying. You don't need to change all of who you are to be with somebody because you're going to lose yourself and then you're going to be tired of being this other person. And then the relationship gone. It's so, so, so true. So, I'm going to lighten us up a little bit here. We're getting kind of deep in these relationship loves. But how do you know you're living in your purpose? Like, do you do y'all feel like y'all are living in your, in your purpose? Not yet. Not yet, yeah, do you? Not yet. Not yet? Do you I feel don't like know you're what mine is. okay? So you don't know what your purpose is. I feel okay. like I'm she meant did. to help someone. Yes, you did. You're supposed to be a real estate tycoon. Well, it's just, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I don't know. That's I just a purpose like, now. Yeah, but I feel like I'm supposed to help somebody or do like I don't know. This is what I feel like. Something mm-hmm. gravitated towards people. Okay. What do you do? You feel like you know what yours is, and you're getting closer. Um, I feel like I'm getting closer to my purpose, but I don't know where my end game is at. Mm. Like everything that I wanted to accomplish in a five-year time span, I've accomplished in a two-year time span oh, as a wow. teacher. So, so you gotta reset your goals. Yeah, like you gotta constantly evolve to what you want. Like I know my end goal is. Doing something where I'm constantly working with the kids and being there for them. I may not be in the classroom, but that's my end goal. Like, I still want to help special needs kids. So. We got to talk when this show goes off. I don't know. Maybe I'll be the next um, Secretary of Education. Ooh, Who knows? Say that. <laughs> Who knows? Say that. Because better than this what we got. <laughs> Way better than what we got. Say that. That is that is an amazing goal. Like, oh my goodness. Like my assistant principal at school, every day he sees me, he calls me Doctor Brown. <laughs> like he's like, What's yes. up, Doctor Brown? I'm like, Soon. Doctor Brown. Soon it's coming. Yes, that is amazing. That is an amazing goal. Like I think you should really like shoot for that because that's attainable. And it's funny that in our generation we're even able to say something like you being the secretary of education is I can see it. Mm-hmm. Like our grandparents, you couldn't have told them that. Right. You couldn't have. My grandmother was like, she didn't think we have a black president for another like 10, 15 years. She didn't even think she'd see it. Like, and now a woman and she's and she's um brown. That's amazing. That's 
child. My grandma still say reading, writing, and arithmetic. She does say that. All she needs is the three R's. Reading, writing, and arithmetic. I'd be like, can you please stop? (laughs) That's not a thing anymore. I feel like I'm getting close to my purpose. Um, I think sometimes I stress. Entrepreneur. I think sometimes I stress myself out. Like, I really stress myself out too much. And I think it's because once I hit a goal, I'm ready to hit the next one. And if I haven't hit it yet, I'm like, what is wrong with me? I just hit a goal. I should be hitting goals every week. And that's something I have to deal with is like, you know, some certain things take time. But I do think I am getting close to my goal. I know my end goal is that I would love to be the next... um, Gaffieri. I would love to do that. I would love to go to restaurants and try their food because I love food. Or um, I love to go to different countries and just try different stuff out. I love that. But, you know, we got to be safe. So I don't know how I'm going to get there. But I know I'm going to get there because that's what I want to do. You know, or, you know, one of my businesses pop off and I'm just doing that because I can. That's just my life. Listen, make sure y'all contact us for all your vending machine needs. Yes, we are coming soon. Vending machines coming soon. Like, definitely 2021 January. So, guest, is there anything that you want to ask us? We know you've probably been listening for a couple of weeks now and you might have some dying questions for the host of this Don't lovely podcast. Ooh. I know she put me on the spot like this. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. I don't like how you put me on the spot like this. Oh, okay. Well, I apologize. I, I won't ask how has your time been then because you might not say you had a good time. I have one. So we okay. talked about um, unconditional love with yourself mm-hmm. and then as far as like your self-love within a relationship. But what about friendships? What do you mean? Yeah, like, oh. like you made you had the question earlier about people expecting more out of their friends. Ah, true. I feel okay. boundaries are definitely needed in friendships. I feel like. Um, what you, are boundaries? What are boundaries? I can't call you at two in the morning just to say hi. You can text me. <laughs> well, no, see, every three months. <laughs> Right, unless you Dang, I gotta wait too. I'm like, this is becoming a habit decline. No. <laughs> I would watch your phone call in. If you need me that bad, you'll call again. But Dang. No, I, I answer on the first. All right, if I don't answer on the second ring, I'm busy. Usually, because my phone always bought me because I always have to have it. I will say the older I get, the less I care for making friends. Whew. Like, sometimes I, I'd be like, okay, I want somebody new in my life. Like, but then it's, it's like, too much work. It is. It's too much work. I'm like, dang, we meet randomly somewhere and just hit it off. We gotta actually talk and have a conversation. I gotta tell you my stuff. People in my life now is enough. I think I'm just looking for quality friends. Like, I'm not even because I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm not looking, but I'm not like hunting. Like, ooh, I need some friends. Like, no, nah, it's not like that. But, <laughs> um, I think I do want quality friends. If I do get new friends, I want them to meet the standards that I have for myself because I don't want any more friends where I feel like I'm doing more than them. Um, I do think friendship love is is very similar to relationship love because that person talks to you all the time and y'all do have a y'all do have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like y'all do. And so I think friendship love is important because it's important to have a platonic love. Um, I think it's important to definitely have a platonic love because if you just have 
in love, you might be shadowed from other things that's happening in your life because this person loves you mm-hmm. and they love you. They love you to the depths of their core. And so, because but because they're your mate, it's certain things they can't do to you because they have to shield you. And it's certain things they can't tell you, but your friend is supposed to be able to say, hey, cut and dry. Somebody stole all the tires off your car, dude. Like you need to be able to Wait a minute. But your but your mate your mate is gonna be like, Oh my goodness. Like gonna like you gotta have that. That's what, that's all I'm saying. Like you I do think a platonic love is important. This remind me of y'all like what episode two? Then y'all talk about stuff like this? We talk about relationships on episode two. No. That's the way you know the ballpark. Yeah. Um, for me when it comes to love within friendships. Um, I would just say the older you get, you have to realize that just because certain traumas and situations and anything like that brought you close at one point, it's like love. Sometimes you fall out of love Mm. and sometimes you you fall fall out of of friendships Mm -hmm. Mm. and it's nothing bad unless you feel like that person did something bad or you know you did something bad. But it just happens. And just like with the romantic relationship, you kind of have to learn yourself, like, who am I outside of my friendship? Mm. I've always had this person to depend on to talk to whenever. So who am I outside of that? That's real. And, I mean, that's why I'm going to leave that. You know, I used to go, I used to try to, I used to make myself go, like, try to go to week without talking to you because of that. (laughs) No, I swear on everything. Like, when um, I was living with him, we were living together, um... I really did. I used to try to make myself try to go to week, a week without talking to you because I didn't. No, because I didn't want to be codependent on always needing to need my friend for everything. Mm-hmm. Like I can't call you. I can. I know that I'm. It's available. I know it's an option, but I shouldn't use it. You know what I'm. I shouldn't use it all the time. Is what I'm saying. Sure, Yes, but I'm just saying, like, it sh- I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, like, I need to be able to problem solve my own. I don't yeah, need to. Time. Yeah, I need to be able to be like, okay, Leah, you're in this situation. What are you going to do? Call it there? No. Figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> Sit down. Just like how you have to, you know, make yourself, you know, how your parents make you not to be able to call them mm-hmm. no more for your life problems. Ooh, KP. I know. You're wrong for that. Let me tell you. And it ain't nothing that Chantel said. It's what she, well, how she reacted. She ain't never say you got to figure it out on your own. But when I would be upset and going through stuff and just need her to tell me what to do, what do you want? Oh. I'm in the middle of trying to take a nap. <laughs> Stop calling me. <laughs> but what are you going to do? They give you attitude. Attitude. Yes. Yeah. You want to the phone. So I'll be like, all right, mom, I'm going to call you back later. Bye. And now you figured it out. Then she called back later. Did you figure it out? Why? Did you say yes? I told you that's what you should have did. I'd be like, get the fuck off, mom. Yeah. You ain't tell me that. You was yelling at me, making me more irritated. <laughs> and then I get smart with you. You want to cuss me out. That's why we got to break how we communicate with our kids. Like, I think, okay, so back to love. I think that that's important. Like, the way, and I can only talk about my experience in the black community. I'm not talking about anyone else's. I don't want to generalize. But a lot of people might agree that the way that I was shown love is not the way I want to show my child love all the time. Like, I don't want the first thing I have to do is to beat my child for them to listen to me. Now, I'm not saying some people don't need to get a whooping. 
I believe in whoopings, but what I'm saying is that doesn't need to be my first, the first thing I do. Mm-hmm. Or me, me getting aggravated with my child, or I'm aggravated with life, and now my child is excited to see me because they haven't seen me all day, and now I'm yelling at them because I had a bad day at work. But this little person was excited to see me, and I was mad. And I couldn't put that to the side for five seconds to acknowledge the person that missed me all day. That should make me I don't want to be. Exactly. Like, think about killing that. Think about killing your child's joy because you had a bad day and they just wanted to say, hey, mommy, hey, daddy, I love you. And you was like, get out of my face. <laughs> you know how traumatic that moment is? They might try one more time, but if you do that again, they're, they'll never come back from that. And I don't want my children, what I don't want is for my children to have moments of their childhood that they look back at and define them in the negative way. Like, and oh, I was a part of it. This is why I don't like you. Mm-hmm. I don't want my parent. I don't want my kids to say, yeah, you did this and this changed my life forever in the most negative way. I don't, I don't want that. So I want to be cognizant um, of how they feel. Because, yeah, we know kids' opinions don't matter in your everyday life, but their emotions matter. Those do matter. You gotta, I want, I want to be able to acknowledge that in my children and not for them to always see me as just mean mommy and then it's stuff they're going through and they're scared to even call me because they don't know how I'm gonna react. I'd yeah. hate for my kids to have, that's really what I would hate probably the most is like, I'd hate for my kids to fear me so much that when they're in a bond, they don't call me. That's not good. And that you're calling somebody else because I think that defines the way that I show love to them. That's true. Because I, I set up a wall that I wasn't even trying to do. I'd, I'd, I'd hate for my kid to be trying to figure out life and I could help them, but they're afraid of me. Sometimes it might not be on you. Well, never mind. I'm just saying I would hate for it to be on me. I feel what you say. Okay, never mind. But, but yeah, I would hate that too. Because you want them to not depend on you, yeah. but no. I'm here. So then that's what I was saying. Like, how how do y'all feel like y'all are going to show love to your children? Like, do you feel like you're going to mimic? I mean, of course, we're going to mimic things our parents did because our parents did some amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. But is there, like, certain stuff you feel like you would want to make sure that you don't do? Yeah. Like, I tell people all the time. Like, people even tell me, like, I love your relationship with your mom. Yeah. Like, my mom has always made me and my sister feel welcomed. To come and talk to her about whatever. Now we know she gonna tell our business, but <laughs> you know she just always made us feel like this is a safe space. Come and talk to me. Tell me what's on your mind. And so, I mean, there was stuff that like I wouldn't say how she did anything to me and my sister, but stuff that I've like picked up on that she would do when it just comes to people in general. Like Moses told me, I can be a bulldog when I get mad. I'm going to go off. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, just like your mom when she does that. Da, da, da. And I was like, for real. she do do that. <laughs> and yeah. so it's like certain things attitude-wise that I don't want to repeat. And I don't want my kids to see. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm worse than my mom. I don't want to yell in front of my kids. You don't want to? I don't want to yell in front of them. I want them to know that people have conflict and they can and they can okay. work through like it. Yeah, okay. I don't, but I don't want to scream. I don't, but I'm not gonna scream with anybody. So I don't even gotta worry about this. But I'm definitely not screaming in front of my kids, like, because I don't want them to think that that kind of anger is okay. 
because that's not okay. Now, you know, disagreeing, that's going to happen. Nobody is the same. I can think of two things. So what's two things? That you wouldn't do or you would do? Okay. I would, like, for my dad, he's kind of, like, petty. So if you make him mad, he'll purposely not talk to you. He'll, like, avoid you. And I wouldn't do that because mm. I would, even though I might be mad at my kid or something, I still want you to know I'm here for you. He'll, like, he doesn't, he's not too bad about it now. We don't live together. But that's, I wouldn't do that. Mm. And then my mom, she, I feel like she's more narrow-minded. She's already has her mindset on certain things. And I don't go to her about certain things because I know what she's going to say. So I prefer to be open-minded. So, like, even if it's something I don't agree with, you can still talk to me about it, and I'll be open-minded about it, as long as it's not crazy. <laughs> Only thing I wouldn't do is I wouldn't lie to my kids. as much. I wouldn't lie to them as much as I could not lie to them. As much truth. So, <laughs> that was kind of silly. I would give them as much truth as I can. Because, of course, That's kids do, don't need to know everything. But I want to give them as much truth as I can. Because... When you tell one lie, just in regular life, mm-hmm. like you tell one lie, you got to tell another lie for another lie for another lie, and now you don't even know what the truth is anymore. Like if you don't know who the daddy is, just say you don't know who the daddy Whoa. is. Whoa! <laughs> like, in twenty twenty one, we're not doing that no more. But just this we example, are loving ourselves, like, don't lie about gentlemen it. and ladies, because it's not just on the woman; it's two of y'all to tango. Just we are loving it. ourselves more, and we're not doing that anymore. You're gonna know. <laughs> Y'all gonna know who each other is. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I'm shook right now. So, how do you define love? Let's end it off with our definitions of love. So, Ray. Why oh, I gotta go first? Because. Um, how do I define love? He said I put him on the spot last time. Yeah, you just put me on the spot. I mean, oh. Um, well, I'm definitely not going first. I asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> I need some more time to make sure I know my answer. I mean, I can go first this time. Oh, now you want to be cocky about love. Listen, y'all, now he want to be cocky about love, but he have no questions. (laughs) Come on. I feel like treating others how you want to be treated. That's how I define love. Mm. Okay. I can't say that I have a definition of love because I don't want to put it in one category. Okay. Because I feel like if I have this strong connection to this person where I know that I would be genuinely upset if something happened to them or we went through something, then I know I love that person. Mm. Like, it's not a a like, a lust. It's like, I love this person because I would be upset if I couldn't talk to this person, if I couldn't be with this person, anything like that. Mm. That is deep. So that's why I can't really say it's a... That's a definition right there, though. Like, a little bit. A Webster's dic- dictionary <laughs> definition. Because I just feel Keeping it. Keeping a dick, you dick, dick. Dick. Okay. <laughs> Webster's <laughs> dictionary. Um, that's... But I I like what you said about, like... That was powerful still, period. But um, I don't know how I define love is... What you said earlier, I do define that as love is... Love is not pain because I have a tattoo on my um right in front of my clavicle that says love liberates. And I got that tattoo because of this Maya Angelou quote. And she was just defining what love is. And so that's what I would say love is. Love liberates. Love does not hold you down. Love does not find you. Love lets you be free. 
and love loves you as who you are at the core. And that's why it's so important to know who you are, because if you don't know who you are, then whoever you show up as, whoever your representative is, is who you have to be for the rest of that time period. Unless one day you decide, hey, I'm just going to be who I am and you can either get with it or get lost. And that's why it's important to, you know, make sure you love yourself, too. Because if you can't if you can't define love at its core, just for yourself, like in your heart, if you can't or you can't identify what love is just at its basic form, then you're never gonna be able to love yourself. Because it's like I feel like it's like when you love yourself, then you you can be your truest self. Mm -hmm. Because when you love yourself, you're not gonna allow you're not even gonna disrespect you in front of you. Okay. I know that was crazy, but that's really what it is. Is like you're not gonna res disrespect yourself in front of yourself. That means you hold yourself at the utmost high, yeah, I see. as you should. Like I couldn't imagine doing something to me like eating McDonald's. <laughs> wow. Like I love me. I'm just saying, like when I'm, you, I love me too much. I love y'all for real. Like I love my intestines. I love. <laughs> I love this body too much. To disrespect it with a McDouble or whatever they got over there in the French fries. Oof. Mm -mm, I can't do it. You got, I got to love me. <laughs> I, that's a struggle. Not McDonald's, not the struggle. But just you struggle with making sure that you love you more. Yeah. So that's why I also think it's important. And I said it was going to end on them definitions, but I'm going to end it right here. That's why it's important for you to define boundaries for your love. Because everyone does not deserve your undying love. God does, but everybody on this earthly planet knows.